Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of of food. food. First, fruitcake-flavored Mountain Dew has been spotted on shelves for the holidays. It's called Mountain Dew Fruit Quake. Oh, that just does not sound good to me, like that old fruitcake that was Mm. sitting on the shelf. They Mm. made it into a a Mm -mm. soda. Second, they identified uh, the trick-or-treat candy, the favorite one by state. And the top three spots went to M&M's, peanut M&M's. And by far, the favorite trick-or-treat candy in most states was Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Mm -hmm. And finally, in the world of food, uh, this is pretty big. If you love watching baseball and you love tacos, uh, when you're watching whoever is the first person to steal a base in the World Series... Every single person in America gets a free nacho cheese Doritos Loco Taco mm. right after they steal that base. So you just have to run out right then and steal your taco. I think it's the next day. I think people who are rewards members, uh, they can get the taco uh, that night. There you go. The rest of America will wait till the next day. Coming up, you may be inspired by this dog who finally found his calling. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good. If you're still working on finding your passion and purpose in life, this may inspire you. Yes, a dog may inspire you today. Uh, here's the story. There's this breeder in Washington State paid $10,000 for a purebred lab named Duke. And they figured he'd make a great show dog and earn them lots of money. So that's why they made the investment. Well, one problem. Every time a judge touched Duke... He would roll over and ask him or her to rub his belly. (laughs) He just could not hack it as a show dog. So like, okay, that's all right. We're going to redeem this doggy's life. And we're going to train him to become a service dog. Okay. Uh, No, he failed as a service dog. (laughs) That was too much for Duke. But I have really good news for you. Duke has found his calling. He now works at the Oregon Department of Human Services as a comfort dog for kids. And he was made for this job. He's found his purpose in life. I was thinking you were going to say maybe he was, I was at an airport one time and they had, I I forget what they called them, like emotional support dogs or something. Just people walking around with really chill dogs and you could pet the dog for a little while. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. Calm, Calm, cranky people down at the airport. Yeah, I wasn't cranky. I was just happy to see a dog, right? But I'm so happy for Duke. Every dog has his day, including Duke. Can't tell you how much I love that story about Duke the dog. He found his purpose. He's basically a lazy dog. <laughs> and his job was just kind of hanging out with kids. Yeah. Perfect for him, right? Roll over and rub his belly. So let's think about this, because we all love our doggies so much. If your dog had a job, you know, like a real person job, like policeman or plumber or teacher, what job would your dog have? What job would your dog have if they were a person? Think about it and give us a call. We would love to hear about your dog. We need the name and the occupation. This is going to be fun. We're thinking of if our dogs had human jobs, what what job would they be suited for? So think about that with your dog. Call us, tell us your dog's name and, and what would make them suited for. My dog, Marco, he would be an awesome either a Walmart greeter or an associate pastor. Not the head pastor, but the associate, like the guy that gets up and welcomes everybody, right? Yeah. Right? The guy's, hey, welcome. We're glad to have you here at whatever community church is more. Turn around, greet your neighbor. Give him a high five. Give him a holy high five. That would be Marco. He he would do a great job at that. Our Tessa, our, uh, she's one of our girl dogs. She would be a perfect, one of those um, uh, Clinique counter people. You know, the makeup yeah. people that they, they apply like 
makeup to half of your face and then she's get you to buy She's quite the them. little princess. Yeah, 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 she is. Buy the other half. She'd probably be a model, actually. Mm. Not the one behind the counter, the one wearing the makeup. Think so? Yeah. She'd be in that industry somehow. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Lucrezia, our, our greyhound, she would be a snooty high-end jewelry salesperson. The kind of <laughs> kind of jewelry salesperson that makes you feel like you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> But you want you want to be their friend, so you buy stuff. <laughs> that would be that would be Lucrezia. Okay, how about Charlie? <laughs> I didn't think through for Charlie. Charlie's just kind of you know what he would be. He would be the the old guy in Up, the movie Aww. Up with Walker, because he's just Charlie's older and he can be kind of grumpy and curmudgeon a little bit. Yeah, but but underneath it all, he's very very affectionate. Cesare, I don't know that he's suited for work. I think he's a stay-at-home dog. <laughs> we had to say goodbye to Alex the Wonder Mutt a couple of months ago, but she would have been the best party planner. Like, we almost don't like having people over anymore because she would run to the door and just, like, smile. Like, she wouldn't jump up mm. on people. She would just yeah. smile and be like, I'm so glad you're here. A picture <laughs> showed up on my memories. You and your daughters are laying on the floor in my house with Alex. Aww. Because she just was so happy that your family, you and Tracy and the Aww. girls had come to visit. Yeah. And she's just like, okay, love me, just love she me. She doesn't jump on people. Maybe my dogs, all of them together, could be the like the Green Bay Packers defensive backfield. Because <laughs> they will <laughs> jump on you. And they will tackle you when you walk, walk in the door. So maybe that's it. What about you and your dog? What job are they suited for? We'd love to hear about it. If your dog had a job that was really designed for humans, what would your dog be, Deb? He would make an excellent food tester, food <laughs> taster, because he spent last night emptying my trash can, tasting everything. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I taste hints of, of oatmeal wrapper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's just that's just nasty. Yeah, our, our dogs, you know what else they do? We call them the pre-rinse cycle. Because if we have the dishwasher open and we're loading it, they want to lick everything. He does that as well. Yeah, my my son freaks out. He hates it. He's like, Dad, don't let them do that. I'm like, why? They're going to they're be washed anyway and right. sanitized. Who cares? Exactly. Who cares? <laughs> this is the sweetest story of babies who arrive too early. Rose lives in Denver, and she was shocked when she found out she was pregnant with twins. Well, she got two more surprises. The baby girls decided to come early in the middle of the night. And then to distract Rose from the pain, someone in the ER asked her if she had chosen the names yet. And she said, yeah, we we love the names Emma and Julia. The whole operating room started laughing hysterically. And she's like, what's wrong with those names? And she goes, no, it's not. There are great names. It's just the nurses that are taking care of your babies right now are named Emma and Julia. No kidding. What are the chances? Ah, that's Isn't cool. that the coolest? Yeah, I love that story. So this time yesterday, I said, and I quote, I'm getting my new windshield today. Lord willing and the creek don't rise. The creek rose. <laughs> I'll tell you why it didn't happen yesterday next. So this is too funny. This time yesterday, I was like, oh, my, the the supply chain issue I was dealing with, with waiting for my windshield to come in. It's finally over. I've been waiting since July to get my windshield fixed. Got hit by a rock on the highway, so it cracked and been waiting, waiting, waiting. Yesterday was supposed to be the day. I got a text. Hey, we need your VIN number. So I'm thinking, okay, things are starting to go sideways. I send them the VIN number. My wife texts me, hey, uh, they asked me to send the VIN number too. Ha ha. 
20 seconds later from her, okay, you're not going to think this is ha-ha, but they said it's going to be tomorrow at the earliest. Ah. <laughs> uh. And apparently it's something to do with insurance now because oh. even after we pay our deductible, it's still costing a couple of bucks to get this thing done. So yeah. we're, we're going to get an filing, filing a claim. So that's added another step. So You're going to have to have a little party with your wife when you finally get your new windshield uh, for the first time since July. It has been. <laughs> so, And you, you just feel like a hillbilly driving around with it. And I'm sure it's not the safest thing in the world either Yeah, uh, to have you know a cracked and spreading crack windshield so hopefully today i'll say it again lord willing and the creek don't rise (laughs) (laughs) i'll be getting a new windshield today so uh, this is pretty wild i feel like everywhere you turn there is more pumpkin spice items than i've ever seen in my entire (laughs) life we're going to talk about that in just a minute we're going to have a little fun too kev i brought something pumpkin spice in for you and our producer griff to taste Ooh, good Taylor's brought in pumpkin spice goodness for yes, us to try today. This I is great. did. Here, let me Why give you, you the, the setup real quick because here's the deal. I was at the grocery store yesterday and I couldn't believe how many pumpkin spice things there were. It was everywhere. I even saw pumpkin spice Cheerios. Yeah. Have you ever seen those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There the, was uh, pumpkin uh, spice salsa, pumpkin spice spaghetti sauce. The mechanic around the corner from me has his sign up, pumpkin spice oil changes are back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, I found out you actually pay more for pumpkin spice. You pay a premium. Oh, sure. They call yeah. it a pumpkin spice tax. <laughs> and the, the grocery store with the highest pumpkin spice taxes. Gotta be Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Gotta be, right. So I brought in pumpkin spice jelly bellies for you guys to taste. Let me give me some. Wait a minute. Can I read the label? I'll try it. (laughs) I want to make sure these aren't some kind of weird um, edible. <laughs> oh, it's Jelly Belly brand. Taylor, Taylor accidentally went into, yeah. Taylor she went into the CBD store by mistake. No. <laughs> no. The show could get real interesting in an hour, folks. <laughs> it just get chill, right? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't remember. Hmm. Hmm. That's, well, uh, yeah, I'm that's not, not a, bad. I'm not a huge jelly bean. Oh, I like jelly beans. Two or three bites in, it definitely gets more of the uh, cinnamony. My sister pumpkin-y. Sarah loves jelly and bellies and jelly beans. She would love these. Because these are from Whole Foods, that's real pumpkin? Uh, well, this is not from Whole Foods, but um, oh. <laughs> it's Jelly Belly brand. Oh. So, no, there's all kinds of chemicals Griff, in here. Don't you feel duped? Weren't we led to believe these there's were from Whole Foods? <laughs> corn that syrup. Way, yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> modified food starch. There's that uh, that dye that you're not supposed to Red you're number 40. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's got it all. So, uh, scale of one to four, what do you give it, Taylor? Um, I probably wouldn't seek them out, but if you like jelly beans, you mm. will love these. One to four, what do you give it? Uh, one to four, I'll give it a three. Griff? Uh, two. Two. Two for me. Yeah. But but a four for effort. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we encourage you to keep bringing in treats. Okay. <laughs> we like this behavior. So Taylor was nice enough to bring in pumpkin spice jelly beans. She brought enough for everybody. So if you want to drop by the station, you can get one. Yeah, why not? Just one. <laughs> so, one package. Hope to be worth fighting traffic to get here just for one jelly bean. Um, but you know what's interesting? My wife and I, we just went to Mexico. For vacation, celebrating our anniversary. It was hot. I mean, it was like in the 90s while we were there. And of course, like everywhere else on the planet, there's a Starbucks and they're selling pumpkin spice stuff. 
oh, at yeah. Starbucks in Cancun, Mexico, where it's like 95 degrees out. Yep. Which to me was kind of funny because you think of, oh, pumpkin spice lattes equal, it's getting colder. Right. It never gets colder Well, there. they come out August 30th, <laughs> so, you know. But it's interesting. They say that, that Google can tell which pumpkin spice items we're searching for most by state. Hmm. There's one state they keep searching for pumpkin spice hummus. And I was like, nah, -uh, no way. And sure enough, Trader Joe's has pumpkin Pumpkin spice spice hummus. hummus. There's pumpkin spice Twinkies. You can get pumpkin spice Mm -hmm. samosas, you know, the Indian appetizer. They're even selling pumpkin spice flavored marshmallows. You can make pumpkin spice s'mores when you go camping. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, you like Sounds that? Good. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I want pumpkin with my chocolate. I don't like yeah. my chocolate tainted by anything. Yeah. So, uh, you ever the had pumpkin, pumpkin brownies? Pumpkin brownies with little chocolate swirls in them? No, I've never tried that. I don't know if they exist. We might have just met. This might be our Shark Tank moment. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I did find a recipe through all this, though, for pumpkin spice overnight oatmeal. I think I'm going to make that. that sounds good too, tonight. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite thing to do together as a family? Kev, I think this could be you, Tracy, and Kyle. Uh, This story made me think of your family. Ryan is 20 years old. He lives in New Zealand, and he's a musician. Well, during the pandemic, he didn't have anyone to jam with. So he taught his 55-year-old mom to play the drums and his 60 year old dad how to play the electric bass. Now they have a band called Mama's Boy and they just released an album. It's got the perfect name. It's called Who Would Have Thought? They've even had some live gigs and the three of them have bonded closer than ever over their Hmm. love for music. And uh, he said his mom has never been more nervous in his life before their first live gig. Because, you know, she just uh, learned how to play the drums. wonder, is it any good? (laughs) We Um, should see if they have anything on YouTube. Well, let's just say there are many clips, and I chose not to share. (laughs) Because I wanted to keep it the feel-good story of the year. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when you hear the drumming, because your son is, like, graduate of Berkeley, uh, she just learned. It's so, one of those deals where you be kind. You like you like the thought that someone's doing it, but, but you, you don't want to hear, hear it. it. I mean, I totally could have gotten you like three clips, and I chose not to. I can't believe you flat out asked for it. My child just learned to play the recorder, and his concert is this Wednesday. Want to go? No, <laughs> I don't. But Mama's boy, Mama boy band. Who would have thought? You can Mm. get their CD. It's out right now. (laughs) Schools, sports, and schedules. Oh, my. Coming up, are you a parent struggling to stay afloat? Schools, sports, and schedules. Oh, my. Are you a parent who is struggling to stay afloat? Uh, They ask moms and dads the day they feel least in control of their schedules and their family life. What day of the week? What day of the week? It is Wednesday. I was going to guess Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. And then they said by Thursday, parents are struggling to stay afloat. Parents admit they schedule their lives around their kids and not the other way around. Oh, yeah. that's And you think back to when, at least when I was a kid, that was not the way it was. You know, you, you went along to mom and dad's stuff. And, and if mom was feeling, feeling generous, you'd get to play on a sports team. Mm-hmm. One. Right. <laughs> right. And that, that was it. They were saying Wednesdays are so stressful. One of the things my church did growing up is um, they would have a Wednesday night 
like church, but they would have dinner first. Mm-hmm. So at least yeah. moms didn't have to cook before getting their family to church. I right. thought that was a pretty good idea. You don't have to cook, but you do have to figure out how to get to church that starts at 6 when your kid's soccer practice doesn't end until 6.30. Right. <laughs> Can we sneak in the back and does that still count? And is the food still there? <laughs> yeah. And then you'll have that conversation in your head. Is it even worth it? And then you apologize to Jesus and go, yes, it's worth it. A half hour is better than nothing. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Here's what I would love to know. You were just talking about how moms feel like Wednesday is the most overscheduled day. It's like when they're pulling their hair out. Um, here's what I would love to know from you, mom, because everything is on your shoulders, right? Have you had those moments where you're like, it's too much. Things have got to change. You just, you draw the line in the sand. You're like, they cannot continue like this. And what were the changes that you made? But if you talk about that, you might help out another mom, make her life a little better, a little easier, a little more manageable. We'd love to hear from you. Something I think every mom can relate to is that feeling of just being overwhelmed. Like everything is on your shoulders, right? If your husband's got something he's got to get done, it's on you to schedule the appointment or make sure he is where he Mm -hmm. needs to be. The kids, same thing. If they've got to be to the dentist and soccer practice and football and cheer, you're the one that's going to make it all happen. Oh, and you've got your life to live too, right? So it's all on you. Oh, I've seen it over and over. I have so many friends that are moms and sisters too. And one one woman, her much too much, like, this is it. I can't do this. She had to reel in her husband for help because the last thing, the straw that broke the camel's back was one of those fundraisers mm-hmm. where you have mm-hmm. to email all your family and friends. Ooh. And she just finally said, you're going to have to, here, you got to do this. I, I've got work. I've got the girl, you know, my daughters. I've got mm-hmm. appointments. I, you're going to have to handle this. And he told he, he did a fantastic job. I love the schools that do the write us a check and you don't have to do the mm-hmm. fundraiser. <laughs> totally, yeah. totally down with that. For us, the moment was where our kids, we have four kids and they all had like 8,000 different activities they were in. I mean, when I think of just, just my daughter, like my daughter, Amber, she had dance, she had piano, she had cello, played soccer at one time. I mean, just all this stuff. And when you have four kids times like four activities per kid, it's like 16 things Mm -hmm. a week. So we decided like, okay, you can do anything you want at school. If it's at school, you can do that. If it's a sport at school, because there was usually like a bus ride home, we didn't have to coordinate anything. It's a good idea. Outside of school, you pick one thing. If you're playing soccer, you're not playing guitar. If you're playing drums, you're not playing football. That that was the deal. You have one thing. And that was life-changing for us. Limiting the kids to one activity. And guess what? They didn't suffer at all. <laughs> <laughs> they were fine. So Everything how, was fine. Yeah. So how about you? What what was the, the thing that you're like, I can't stay afloat anymore. Right, this is much I've too much. Give us a call. Talking about this situation that moms face where it's schools, sports and schedules. Oh my. And it, they're, ha- they're yeah. struggling to stay afloat. So we're wondering if you had a moment where you're like, all right, this is just too much. We got something's got to give. Uh, you must be like in my head because literally this was yesterday. <laughs> oh. just, the last few days, like my husband and I's schedules have been like different than normal. And so I'm at home all day with the kids. And the last two days, he has been gone all day, like not home until nine or 10 o'clock at night. Uh. And yesterday we were supposed to have a, a baseball game for my oldest and we just didn't go. Like we just, it was too much. I couldn't Aww. do all three kids by myself after yeah. a long day. Mm. And it was the right choice. Everybody got extra sleep. 
and you know, it was a hard choice to make because you want to make your kids happy. But sometimes the best thing is just to for rest. And, and that's uh, a hard decision to make sometimes, but arrested mom and arrested family is, is usually the best choice. So how would you describe your life right now is like, oh, everything's great, Taylor. It's fine. Or would you say, I'm in a really rough spot. I have um, several people in my life right now that are in a really rough spot. Um, I have a dear friend who is coming up on the one year anniversary of her only son passing away. And she said she feels like she's cried more Mm. in the past 30 days than she has the whole past 365 days. Wow. And then there's another friend of mine. Today is the one year anniversary of her mom passing away. And they were super close. Uh, She lived with her and her family. And uh, it's really cool when God does this. Um, My devotional today addressed both my friends and what they're going through. And it's just so neat how God does that sometimes when he sends you just the right thing at just the right time. And the devotional I read this morning said, when you place your hope in Jesus, you never grieve in vain because the God who was is also the God who does. That's why no matter what you face, you can hold on to this hope. Jesus can turn your setbacks and sorrows into setups for your good and his glory. He can take your pain and use it for his purposes. He can make a way through your desert seasons. As you continue to draw close to him, you just might discover that your current struggle is training you for future purposes he has for you and those around you. And it just, it gave me so much hope. I sent it to both of my friends and I just, I'm so grateful that in a season like that, a season of grief, that we have that hope to cling to, that he promises to never leave us, that he's always with us and he knows what it's like to grieve. Mm. I mean, there's a verse in the Bible that says Jesus wept. And uh, so I I just thought, hope that brings some hope and healing to you today if you're in a season of grief. Coming up, take a break from this and it's sure to improve your mental health. Hey, take a break from this and it's sure to improve your mental health. It is. You want to take a guess? It's got to be social media. It is the news. The news. I think social media would be a great break, too. Uh, this is such a big well, thing to a share. Lot of people get their news. Is yeah, that's media, true. So. I feel like this is such a big thing to share with parents and grandparents who have the news on 24 mm-hmm. 7. A new study confirms the negative toll constantly being plugged into the news cycle can take. When you take a break from the news, it lowers your depression and anxiety. Uh, that helped the most. Other tricks to deal with anxiety and depression include eating healthy, spending time, out, time outside, getting exercise, and drinking enough water. But they said the biggest impact was people who had that TV on, that news cycle on 24-7. The first thing they do when they look at the phone is, when they get up, is look at their phone at that news email. Yeah. Yeah. Those people, when they their mental health improved immensely when they took a break. Well, here's here's a question for you, okay? Think about this and be be honest with yourself. Are you known among your friends and family and and on social media for your political views or for other stuff or for being a mom or a dad or a a great friend or you're really into, I don't know, your softball team or something? What are you known for? And if you're known for like politics and, and stances on current events you might not be the most fun person in the world. <laughs> really? <laughs> right? I'm just I'm just letting you know. That's what your friends and your family are saying behind your back. If that's what you're known for, don't be surprised. Alert. <laughs> 
right? When people don't, hey, I tried calling you 17 times yesterday. Why didn't you pick up? Just didn't feel like dealing with it. <laughs> so uh, we got home last night. My wife was like, oh, I just don't feel like making dinner. So I was like, honey, you sit down, relax. She had started a book on vacation. I said, you finish your book. I got dinner. All right. I went and looked in the pantry. We had nothing. <laughs> but it's always like that after vacation, right? I managed to whip something together. I'm pretty proud of it. Oh, it cool. Was, it was, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be put in a cookbook, but it wasn't bad. I'll tell you about it next. So this dish that I whipped up last night, uh, I decided I'm going to be a good husband. I'm going to jump in. Tracy was kind of, she was kind of wiped out. We're going on vacation, had a lot to get done. She's like, I don't feel like making dinner. I got it, honey. No worries. So I go in the pantry and there's like nothing. Fridge, there's like nothing. Uh, two of our kids are still at home. They they ate us. They ate everything out of the house, right? Mm. So there was nothing left. Yeah. So here's what I did. I I, I was like, all right, I'm going to make something pasta. I'll, I'll saute some garlic pasta. That's a good start. Um, baby leaf spinach. I'll, I'll throw some of that in. And then I looked and I was like, oh, we've got chickpeas. I'll try like throwing the chickpeas. Yeah, in with some the, healthy protein in there. With the garlic. So I said, here's what we're making. And Tracy goes, may I make a suggestion? I was like, you don't do this sit back and let me cook thing very well, but go ahead. She said, do navy beans instead of chickpeas. Uh, navy beans yeah, too. a little more Italian really? you, you tasting. You thought that was good? That was oh, a good that's idea? an excellent idea. Yeah. I said, you know what? I will do that because you you are the chef and, uh, and I'm making this for you. If that's what you prefer, sure. But I want to go on record as saying I wanted chickpeas. The navy beans, turned, they turned out great. It was yeah. fun. Like I said, it's not going to get me on Food Network anytime soon. I'm sure it had some good flavor. Did it? Did you have anything else besides the garlic to season it? Like any butter just salt, or just salt? salt. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But no, I've, I've learned the minimal minimal seasoning. Well, olive oil. I did olive oil to saute everything, and there then uh, uh, when I plated it, I put some olive oil on the pasta too. Okay. And then we, there was Parmesan. It wasn't. Ooh, you know what would have been good if you had these in the freezer. Uh, toast a couple of pine nuts, put that on mm, top. Yeah. Add well, a little see, more flavor. See, you're getting way more involved than I wanted to be. I'm just thinking of stuff <laughs> that you might have had on hand. Here's the thing that was missing. If you're if you're like, oh, I, I could do that. I'm gonna make that for I'm gonna make that for my wife tonight. Uh red pepper flakes. Just a little bit of red pepper flakes would have been perfect. Oh, here you go. And I said that as I took the first bite. And I said, let me go get some. And Tracy went, No, 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 you need to cook that in there. You can't you can't just put it on top afterwards. It w- won't be the same. Oh, I always sprinkle it on top. So had I, but did, I'm not a chef like your wife. Had I to do it over again, that's what I would do. Because you know how but. they have it, like at pizza restaurants, they'll have it on the table mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a shaker. Oh, I get that. I yeah. get that. But, but she was I, saying it's I just be, learned something new. Got to be cooked in, and it's it's a million times better. So there okay. you go. If you're in a pinch, guys, and you want to help out, that's what I did last night. And she would. Tracy walked in as I was sautéing the garlic, and she goes. Is this what the house smells like when I'm cooking? This is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it. she doesn't know what that's like <laughs> till last night. <laughs> I awesome. said it's like this, but 50 times better than, than what I'm doing. So I think the biggest compliment, I was we were talking just a minute ago that I whipped up this dinner uh, for my wife. It was real simple, just uh, some navy beans, uh, garlic, baby leaf spinach pasta, then olive oil. That, that was it. But my son walked in the house and he goes, ooh, what does that smell? That smells great. I was like, oh, dad's cooking. He went, oh, never mind. <laughs> ha, really? He was that yeah, prejudged yeah. on your cooking? Well, I don't blame him. But but, but what, do you, uh, what do you make in a pinch? Like when you're, you and Glenn, you just come home, you're like, oh, I got to whip something together. What is it that you uh, Um you We up? have a couple of go-tos. I thought you were going to ask me what would Glenn make. Uh-huh. And he makes really great scrambled eggs. And he does great job on the grill. So I was like, oh, it would be something like yeah. that. But if okay. it's me... One of our our go-to meals, because it's always in the freezer, is we have those um, salmon burgers. 
Okay. That are just salmon and salt are the only ingredients. Mm-hmm. And you can throw them on the grill frozen. Oh, and so then if you, you know, like make Done. some sweet potato fries or a salad or some kind of vegetables that you have mm-hmm. with it, that's like, okay, dinner is served. And then my sister taught me it tastes, the salmon burgers taste really good with barbecue sauce Yeah, on top. Oh, there you go. That's one of our, that and of course, frozen pizza is a staple. <laughs> if we run out of frozen pizza, it's like, <gasps> get to the grocery store now. now go, go. Yeah, Tracy teases me like if I was left to my own devices, I'd I would wind up having like protein shakes for like yeah. four, four or five nights a week just I from could, laziness and ease. <laughs> I could totally see you doing that. 